It's the news. All right, the news. The news. All right, what do you got? I got 51 truck parking spaces in Illinois. It's a new Loves that's going to be opening up off of exit 138 off of I-72. So it's going to have a little bit more parking. I wanted to throw that out there so that when if there's someone that's doing that route a little bit more, they could start figuring in having uh, more availability for some parking spaces. What, what part of Illinois was that? That is in Decatur, Illinois. Oh, Decatur. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And that's a new loves. Well, it's a new location um, offering 51 trucking um, spaces. Did you just, did you hear that? Yeah, I turned the volume down so we weren't blasting each other out. Oh, that was so nice. You just stopped the pod. You'll edit it. Right. Anyway. So, yeah, 51 spaces mm-hmm. indicator out of loves. And, and, you know, and it's going to have a tire care, Hardee's, seven diesel lanes, five showers, and some laundry and a few other things. Cool. That sounds yeah. nice. And, mm-hmm. you know, loves is the preferred truck stop right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not always been loves, but loves is number one right now. We did a mm-hmm. survey. Survey it, well, um, all the truckers, 90% of them said loves, man. That was, they were the winner. So there's a new loves coming to Illinois. All right. What else you got in trucking? I also have in North Dakota, the TA is rebranding in, I think it's five locations. One in North Dakota, the rest of them are in South. But what they're basically doing is changing it around a little bit and making it, it's called a TA Express. Well, it was funny. I just said loves is number one, and then you said TA's rebranding. <laughs> it is. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> they they want to climb back up there. TA, right. you know, when I was a driver, honestly, TA was my favorite. They used to have a thing. I don't know if truckers remember tab points, and you really got a lot of stuff. Like you can get a C, CBs. You can get all kind of stuff if you frequent it. The uh, TAs enough, and I used to go to them all the time. The showers yeah. were good. The prizes were good. They had awesome burgers. Their chili was awesome. I really liked. I liked the TA. I was a TA guy. I know. I know. Well, this one here, there's, um, it's in Steel, North Dakota. They're, it's a T. It's they're turning it into a TA Express. It's going to have um, a coffee, a coffee cup fuel stop at 200 off of I-94, and it's going to have a 75 truck parking spaces, seven diesel fuels, laundry facilities, th- showers, Pizza Hut Express, Subway, you know, just kind nice. of making it a little bit more. And I, we've seen them around at the other truck stops. That's what a lot of them are now, where it's those remember, little fast little thingies. I don't remember seeing something that says TA Express, though. That's what they're calling it, TA Express. The, the TA Express. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout, drivers, for the new TA Express coming at you soon. TA Express. There it is. All yeah. right. You got something Sounds else like for a us? trucking company. Is that it? Is the no. pod over? When, no, 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 no. It'd be under four new, minutes. New, 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 new. Who says that? New, 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 new. My dad. <laughs> Okay, we had did a pod on the cargo theft a few months ago, finishing off what 2018 was. 2019 showing it being better, where it's still decreasing. Bunch of high areas, of course, in California, Texas, uh, Florida, Chicago area, you know, like really big areas like that. They are saying right now for the new, what they've noticed, uh, aside from food and beverages being the top commodities for being stolen, the the cargo thieves are now thinking it's just better to take the whole trailer. So I agree. If I was a 
If I was a trucker thief, I would somehow take the rig and all. Well, uh, they haven't said anything about the tractors, but the trailers, evidently, they're looking at ways of, you know, maybe, and actually, believe it or not, Alabama, Selma, Alabama is the hotspot for, uh, they're calling it pil- pilferages, and they're just basically just taking the whole loaded trailer and going with it. So that's what they're trying. They're saying is one of the bigger threats. So watch what you're doing, especially watch the Alabama area and seeing about maybe getting a little bit better locking system. I don't know what else you could do. I mean, I was watching on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. today. They had a video of this new camera system. They were mounted everywhere on the truck. Like, like they had this one, it was on top of the rig. And as the guy's pulling out, like you could just see, like, it's like a bird's eye view. I bet that's cool. Well, what I'm getting at is, you know, these guys, these thieves better have a way to look for low jacks and all kind of little tracking systems on, on the trailers because you, you steal something with a tracking device and you know what? Cops just follow that tracking device to the, to the, uh, the hideout. Well, they, is that what the bad guys call it? The hideout? That's what they used to call it in Bugs Bunny days. I don't know what it is now. Well, I think it's still the hideout. Mugsy. Mugsy. Like the bad guy lair. Like the cops can go right to the lair. Huh. Okay. Anyways... They used to, the, the FBI, I'm, I'm saying FBI, but it's probably not specifically that branch, but for incidences like that, they were setting up um, fake trailers where they did have them rigged like decoys to try and catch these people that are stealing. You know, like when they used to do it with the vehicles, they probably still do it where they'll have like really hot looking car and they kind of like leave it for it to be like swiped. And they'll catch the people on cameras doing, going for a joyride. I just seen a video not too long ago. I'm a video guy. I, we noticed. I just seen a video of a, a these this these cops had a tractor trailer set up in a city mm-hmm. on the corner. But like all the guys in town, they knew it was a cop. Yeah. So they started filming the cops. <laughs> and they're like, why don't you take that truck out of here? We know who you are. We know you. <laughs> we know you're not just parking a truck in this neighborhood for the hell of it. You're yeah, just, you're you, they were seeing if they can get swiped. Yeah, they're all going, it's 5-0. We know. And then the one guy is like walking up to him and filming him. So after a couple hours, the cops couldn't bust anybody trying to break into the truck or do anything because... All the guys on the streets were busting the cops. It was, was kind of comical. But, but yeah, you know, there's no doubt that when a full load of trucks or trailers get stolen, prices go up. Yeah. People don't realize shoplifting and theft makes us pay more. The citizens end up paying more, you know. So, you know, I'm glad when these guys get caught. You know, I'm going to tell you something, you know, going on trucker theft. You know, if you're a truck driver... And you end up getting your trailer stolen or your truck stolen. That's just as bad as having a, a DUI. O- almost nobody wants to touch you because the first thing they're thinking is, especially if you get terminated. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys get terminated because they leave the key in the truck or... An that, not, not an unauthorized location, but an unsafe location. Yeah, it's like I like the one time I seen this one guy, his truck got stolen. They said, well, where did you have it? Well, behind this abandoned building. Oh, okay. So you parked it where not anybody can even see it being stolen. It it sounds like you were in on the deal. That's the first thing they think. Right. And that's exactly what, and a lot of times it is. A lot of, Mm -hmm. a lot of these guys uh, get approached and, and the bad guys say, Hey, all you got to do is leave it open and we'll take it from there. Turn your back. Exactly. You, you know, but guys, I'm telling you, you get your truck stolen, even if you're innocent, 
it's not going to look good. I promise you, especially if you get terminated and mm-hmm. a lot of guys get fired. Probably people are listening to this pod going, what the hell is he talking about? What I'm talking about what I know. I'm telling you, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, a lot of guys don't really know, know many people that had a trailer or a truck stolen, but those guys usually get fired. And it, and evidence always, somehow evidence always makes you look like you were in on it. Mm-hmm. So whether you were in on it or not, just your pure stupidity of leaving a freaking truck in an unlit area with a key in it or something stupid almost makes you deserve to be fired, guys. Right. Be smart with your truck. Remember where I used to park mine? I used to park it over there next to Donut World or what was it? What's it called? Dunkin' Donut, right? And I would mm-hmm. back it up right to the rock cliff. Yeah. So I didn't even need a padlock because yeah. the only way you were getting in my trailer is to move it. Was to move the damn trailer. You weren't getting in. Well, you yeah, had to move the tractor too. You had to like move the yeah. whole thing because I picked you up. Right. So, you know, the bottom line with it, the bottom line with this is, guys, that's a danger to truckers, getting your truck stolen. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get your truck stolen, I promise you. And if somebody approaches you and you think, oh, you're going to get a cut, a little p- part of the deal, when because you're already stupid for going in on it, that means when you get your little piece of money they give you, you'll be broke in a couple days anyways. Mm-hmm. So that check is not going to be worth your whole freaking career going down the shitter. That's true. And you know what? There's too many cameras everywhere like there's cameras at intersections when you really don't know there's they're there they're not there to do anything other than to catch like um not maybe maybe catch an accident but or a red light runner but there's just there because when there's like kidnapping or um certain other things they use those cameras to try and and see the vehicle and see at least the people in it not that they're trying to catch them for anything else atms you know I just read, it's funny you're talking about this stuff. I just read on, I was a, a guy posted on LinkedIn. I was a a, a, a chick or lady, whatever you want to call her. I call them chicks. Um, she was talking about trailer theft and tracking systems and all this other stuff. And then one guy wrote, you know, I mean, it's, you got a great concept there and all, but there was like, there's like 80,000 major truck carriers in the country. There's 250,000 total with the small, tiny guys. You know how many trailers were moved last year? I mean, how much freight was delivered? And guess how many trailers were stolen? Now, this guy said 863 trailers were stolen in the year of 2018. Sounds like a lot, but when you think about how many truck and trailers were actually going down the road last year, it's hundreds of thousands of loads. Millions of loads in this country are delivered every day. And you know what that means? That 863 that were stolen is a very, 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 very small number. Very small number. Not that not that it's not an important number, but the bottom line is you don't want to be affiliated with getting your truck and trailer stolen. And most of the time it can be prevented just by where you're leaving the dang thing. Well, yeah, of course. Um, in the first quarter of 2019 alone, there was 140 cargo thefts. Yeah, so according... The first quarter. Right. Well, according to this guy's stats, 863 that uh, each quarter would have been well over 200. So this one's, like they said, it's already down the first quarter. 100 mm-hmm. and how, what? 140 cargo thefts just in 2019, yeah. which it is a 22% decrease from 2018's first quarter. Mm-hmm. So it is decreasing, but if you look at the overall, it said that for the... Cargo theft the, the during that quarter was 145,772 at a total estimate cost of 12.8 million. Oh yeah, it's costly. So, yeah, it is extremely cost costly. The 
sorry, my nose itched. The um, gonna get in a fight when you get an itchy nose. You're gonna get in a fight. That's the old wives' tale. And what wife has a tail? I'm just asking questions. Go ahead. Go ahead. With the itchy nose. The other thing that they were saying, other than the full trailer cargo theft, was fictitious pickup activity. So it, it, it was dormant for two years. What is that? What is fictitious pickup activity? Well, the way it, it, it's, it was reading is if you're working for some of these smaller companies, more or less, and the, you're, you're told to go to this one destination, and when you get there, everything is kind of, quote, not on the up and up. Uh So what happens is you're delivering this full trailer and at one point somehow someone intercepted the paperwork or intercepted and gave the other address. And it could have been as simple as as um, it being true, your original address from dispatcher, but someone called in and, and pretended they were that company and said, hey, listen, you know, we have we have you coming in at this time in this place, but we want to change it. We want to have it be at this location. And then. So they, the thieves are waiting for you to deliver it right to their bogus warehouse. Exactly. I actually know what you're talking about now. Yep, I've seen that. Absolutely. Right. And it was, they said it was dormant for like two years and now it's starting to resurrect again. So that's the other thing is if you're you're doing a really small thing, watch where you're going. And I think the other fictitious deal is where they bring an empty, the thieves bring their own tractor trailer in, right? And intercept a load from a warehouse, really. And actually go in there and they try to, they find out what the pickup numbers are Mm -hmm. for say, I'll just use, uh, you know, Swift or JB hunt. They have a load they're picking up at Walmart. Well, some thieves will go in right with a fictitious pickup order and somehow try to get that load and just, you know, nicely drive away with it. It's happened. Yeah, of course it has. I mean, probably not actually at Walmart because they have a more secure way of catching that, but your little rinky dink shippers, Sometimes they're going to get caught off guard. I'm telling you, these thieves are not stupid. No, there was, um, I think there was a place in Florida that got really caught off guard and that happened to them. But if you think about it, if the credit cards, you know how when you go and you're eating at certain restaurants and they take your credit card, how bad that was where they would, they would take even a picture with their phone and sell your, your card information. That's how they were able to get new ones. It's not as, it's not any different in my opinion than them trying to call in and just having someone on the inside and say, okay, well, we're just going to just every now and then we're just going to throw one out. Yeah. And you're just going to, you're just going to overlook it and so forth. Oh yeah. There's no, that nose is still itching. Yeah, huh? it is. Wow. You're going to get into a fight. I wonder who you're going to get in a fight with. Shut up. I'm serious. <laughs> wow. It's, Are, it's usually you. <laughs> oh, well, I'm ready girl. So yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, are you have any more stuff on trailer theft? No. Nope. All right, let's move on. We're moving on. The Ohio DPS is going to, it's the Department of Public Safety, just in case anybody didn't understand that one. Um, they're looking at doing a new thing for the military veterans on trying to get their CDL without having to do a lot of extra work since they've already driven and worked in commercial vehicles in the military. So what they're trying to um, propose now, and that's, they're just starting it is if a driver worked in the military driving a commercial vehicle and they did it for at least two years while they're in in the last two years that they did it, when they go to get, when they become a civilian and they go to get their CDL, as long as they show proof that that's what they were doing, they won't have to take the, uh, the skills testing part of it. So that they, you know, they've already got the skills. Why should they have to retake it? It makes it easier because then they don't have to try and find a vehicle also to try and take the skills test in. So 
that's one of the things that they're trying to do there in Ohio. And what they do, they're doing is once they see what kind of statistics they get from it or how well it works with the transition from military to civilian, they're going to propose that it goes through other states surrounding and, and for, um, going out. I'll tell you why I like that program. At least they're getting form of training, whether, you know, you, you, you know, you like the military or not. I do. Um, but back when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Your grandfather threw you in the truck and said, drive, you know, <laughs> or, or, or your fiance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I did to you. I mean, that was, that was the training, you know what I mean? So, and we did great is what I'm getting at. I have confidence in people. If you're willing to go into the military and, and bust your butt and die for your country, but mm-hmm. also be under orders and all that other good stuff, a controlled environment, I guarantee you those guys come out driving a truck real good. So awesome, man. That's really good for the for the military. And you and I know we, we have how many kids in the military. We had one army, a ranger kid. He's a six-year ranger. We have a, an Air Force boy. Two Air Force, or I have an Air Force girl and a Navy girl, mm-hmm. an Air Force dad and a Marine dad. So, you know, we, and I'm, and uh, what was Scott, your brother? Navy. Navy brother. So, I mean, it's like, we're like military people. So we're all for it, but not just because of that, not because we are around the military, but because we know what really does come out of there. And when I compare it to what kind of training we had back in the day, those guys are way better. So good for them, man. That's a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Never thought that I'd like something out of Ohio. Now I know. Yeah. i surprised. Yeah. What else you got? What else I have is that Peterbilt just became a support, uh, a supporter for women in trucking. So they are now pledged and kind of united with them. So they partnered up with women in trucking. Cool. Yeah. That's I thought really it was pretty neat. I yeah. mean, I women in they... trucking is really getting big. Oh, that's good. Do you think that, well, there's still only like 6% of the whole trucking No, I'm industry. saying the actual organization is yeah. is really, yeah. it's, it's getting really well known anymore. Before it was, you know, people knew it, but now it's getting, people are, the companies are starting to help sponsor it and bring it more awareness to it. Do you think it's because you had the interview? Oh gosh, I would only hope that was, <laughs> I don't think it's me, but yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, you're helping build women in trucking, but that is cool that Peterbilt's doing that. I hope, and Peterbilt, if you're listening, if you want to really, truly show that you're supporting the women in trucking, you should probably give them a couple trucks. They do. Oh, they're giving them... Oh, no. In the past, I'm pretty positive. No, I'm thinking it's a couple 389s, you know, donated to the women in trucking just to show that you were true to your word. Don't just don't just put your symbol on their website. Give a couple trucks out, Peterbilt. That's my my thing. I think... Uh, I, think I mean, they can afford it. I think the Peterbilt was, people have money. I think the women in trucking had some big convention and there was a tractor that was given away. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that the Peterbilt people, they are not... They're not poor. No. You know, you know what I mean? No. Donate a truck. And you know what? If you really want to get in good standings with Talk CDL, you know what? If there's a 389 sitting out front one of these days with a bow on it here, Peter Bill, <laughs> I'll put you on Talk CDL. I'm just saying. Oh, you're silly. I might even go back to driving. <laughs> Actually, I will. <laughs> Just to drive your Peterbilt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I promise you. Even if it's around town. I'm in my Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what else you got in trucking, Rethan? There was... The CDL Life posted it, so I'm sure everybody's seen it, but it Good was... Good people. I like CDL Life. Yeah, they are pretty cool. Yeah. But I have to, I have to say it because it is ridiculous. So this trucker... 
went and sued his, his, the company that he worked for for over $3,500 for lunch breaks that he had worked through. Did you read it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's hilarious. So he sued him, right? As he's in court. Who's the trucking company? Does it, it's got to say. Thor Industries Postal Aluminum Division. Oh, okay. So it's not a big well-known. Okay, so no, he no. sues him for lunch, lunch money. Yeah, basically, for the lunch breaks that he worked through. So to get prepared for this court hearing, Joe, that's the trucker's name. Joe, the lawsuit guy. Joe Lehman. Joe Lehman. Out of Chicago, by the way. They're at. Yeah, so, go figure. Yeah, you wouldn't get a guy suing somebody in Chicago. All right, so if you are going to do Gosh. one year, l- let me ask you this. If you're going to go a year and, and, and sue your, your employer for lunch breaks you work through, what kind of evidence would you bring in? <laughs> lunch? <laughs> oh, no. L- what, your for- logs saying that you were working during your lunch breaks? Really? That's what you would do, right? Right. Different stuff like I that. Mean, I mean, I don't know. Do you, if... If he's a local guy, is he is he a local guy? Did he f- even fill out logs? Yeah, he filled out logs. It was a um, a year and a half worth of logs. So the guy had logs while he was eating. No, I mean he had logs to prove that he was not down. He was driving during the day, and not taking his lunch break. Oh, okay. So he was just basically saying, "Look, I never got to take my lunch, so I want to be." Freaking paid for lunch. And mm-hmm. so that company must pay you for lunch breaks? I mean... Well, I'm, I'm assuming I'm that, that it one. was... You know, I'm assuming that it had something to do with maybe a new law that states that they have to... You know how in, in, in California they they have, have it now where you have to pay the drivers now for that stuff. So I guess he thought he wanted to get in the bandwagon of it. It could also be, you know, whatever. I don't think it's a Teamster or any kind of union, but... I'm sure it has something to do with something to that effect. But anyways, this guy was so prepared, he brought five logs. Five logs. Five logs. Okay. So so the judge, actually it was a magistrate, ruled in the driver's favor, calculating that Lehman was owed $7 for each half-hour break he didn't take. However, since he only had five logs that were provided, the judge awarded him that he was only going to get Five days. Which $35. $35. Plus he had to pay the $125 court court fees. <laughs> so the guy ended up losing money. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was actually hilarious. You know, if you're going to go and, and go after your company, don't only give them. If you're going for a year and a half of stuff, don't take them five days. Look, we're not saying you don't, you shouldn't be paid what you have coming. But I, I mean, again, he may have argued with him in the beginning, but I mean... It doesn't even make sense. Um, you know, I would have to hear a little bit more information about what that company offers because, you know, for you to be paid, if, if if they legally have to pay you for your lunch break, then I can see them saying, okay, you got to pay. And then I could also see the judge, which was kind of cute, saying, okay, you brought me proof for five for five lunches. That's what I'll have you reimbursed. So the guy was truly not the brightest in the world, but it sounds like he probably could have won. Uh, uh, so it was for thirty five hundred, is what he was saying. He was he, he thought he was owed three thousand five hundred and forty three dollars for lunch breaks that he worked through while driving was for the like company 70 for a year some, and a half. Was that like seventy some days? No, a year and a half. Oh, a oh, year and a half. Yeah, yeah, that would about, that would be about right. A year and a half, seventy some days at was seven dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, or $5. And they're half-hour breaks. $5 a pop, yeah. So he, got, he was supposed to get paid like $7 for a half hour. 
Okay. So anyway, so he got he got his lunch money and then had to pay. Court he fees. lost. Yeah. Yeah. Make, no, he didn't lose. He won, but because it look, still we, was his, you know, he filed the charges. He had to pay for his portion of the court cost. Okay. So let this be a lesson to everybody. Be prepared. Well, we just did an interview with Jonathan DeLoe. He went up to Michigan and fought them. He went over-prepared. Mm-hmm. He not only won, but the judge literally made a speech saying the evidence this guy brought is overwhelming. There's no way I could cite against him, basically. And he won, didn't have to pay nothing, and walked out of there with his dignity. Good mm-hmm. good for Jonathan you know, DeLoe. Uh, the uh, OTR trucker, that's our friend. Well, it's not just that he walked out with his dignity. He walked out with the fact that his job wasn't at stake either for that, you know, getting that ticket. Well, I mean, he he had a clean record. He wanted to keep it that way. You're going like way out in left field. I just want to, I just want to prove a point. Okay. Point proven. The point is this guy comes in and only proves five lunches. Five lunches. Okay. <laughs> Out of the 70 some you wanted to sue for. Yeah. Don't be a potato head. Pardon the pun. That was in Chicago. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Enough said. You got anything else? Trucking. That's it. That's it for the it's pod. It's a wrap. That was a good little pot. I like that. And I really like the ending with the, with the, uh, the lunch guy, you know, <laughs> I can only picture that guy like with a Snoopy lunchbox, right? <laughs> Every day stopping his truck and getting out his thermos and eating and writing a little note down what they owe him every day. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to tell you something. I 100% believe if you got something coming, you should get it. I hate, if com- I don't, I hate a company that even tries to snag you for a penny. You uh, shouldn't. You're uh, working uh, for him. You're the working man. Pay the laborer. Okay. True. But, but at the same time, guys... If you're going to try to get your money, don't just assume you got to pr- And you know, I just read, what's that saying? A fool, uh, a, a, uh, a guy that has a lawyer. What's that? For how, himself. Yeah. How does that go? Uh, a, a guy that represents himself as a lawyer is, is, is a fool or how I forget how they word it. It's you're a fool if you represent yourself. By right. One. Okay. So right. lawyers go to school for a reason. They learn that loopholes that you don't know. Right. Well, and look, the the reason also is when you go to court and you want to represent yourself, unfortunately, you're insulting the people there, the judge. I mean, don't get me wrong. It shouldn't be an insult. You should be able to do what you want. It's your court, your case. But the bottom line is when you tick off the judge, he's going to make an example of you. Oh, yeah. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hello, drivers. Troy here with TalkCDL. If you are looking for a new trucking job, try NCI at 844-311-7076. Mid-sized carrier taking on solo and team company drivers. Fully loaded with benefits. Fully loaded T680 Kenworths. Fridge, freezer, APUs. So much to name. They'll also take on a few lease operators. And they'll also take on a few student drivers if you've graduated from a trucking school. Call NCI today at 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. Thank you.